Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. Once again, we are here to talk about marriage equality and our lives, and maybe more of our lives than marriage equality. We'll see how it goes this week. Hi, James. Why, hello there. You have had quite a week. Yes. You have been a man amongst beasts. You've been a man amongst cake. You've listened to the Technodrome, and you've heard crying dj for his jazzy mutants now i think you have information about what i've been up to based on comments that i leave while you are live streaming some games and stuff that i put on twitter and some little comments i send to you via text and so these these weekly catch-ups are are one time to uh to actually exchange correct information so i think you you may have some misapprehensions about what i've been up to you oh you were bebopping with rock steady and then there was that part where they had the anti-gravity boots and the turtles took the boots away and took their socks out and then they put the mutant socks on their noses and they were so overwhelmed by the smell of their own feet that they got erections i 50 percent remember what you're talking about which and then michael angelo started flexing and pumping and squeezing and going oh don't cut me no slack april okay no and april said radical so here's here's what i'm remembering i'm remembering two separate things two separate incidents involving those those miserable turtles one miserable turtle is an episode where uh they were tied up for some reason and so already there's some bondage going on and sure. I think it was Michelangelo or somebody said, put a sock in it. And so oh. whoever the villain was, I'm going to say it was, it was Rocksteady or might have been, who knows. And it's mm. like, sure, I'll put a sock in it. And he takes off his own sock and he stuffs it into the turtle's mouth, which oh. years later, I think back on it, I'm like, oh my God, that's kinky. Uh, I mean, it's a children's cartoon uh, where a mutant is trying to silence another mutant, but uh, I suppose it could have had erotic. I mean, they they were mostly nude, the turtles. Well, that's the they thing. Wore a that's belt. the appeal, right? That's why everybody liked them? That is the appeal. Yes. It was it was our way to, for America to experience male nudity that, that, that was safe and... Um, uh, was on the half shell something every teen could masturbate to and you know like an oyster they they would had an aphrodisiac oh, of course. effect well and then separately the there's some other episode yes. where there was like an off-label mutagen like it was a brand x mutagen or something and for uh-huh. some reason the turtles took it and they all inflated like there was definitely an inflation episode of of the turtles there's an episode here it is sky turtles matthew it's on the tmntpedia there's a pedia now for everything except pediatrics because we can't have healthcare in this country but it is a uh 1989 episode the third episode of season three season code three code red everyone it's season three and uh, Sky Turtles in Flight, Afternoon Delight. Let me take a look here. Uh, the Pedia has declined to talk about the smelly sock, but it is a major component of the narrative. Okay, I'm willing to believe that. Uh, is that the same as the inflation one? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. James, why Why are we... I, I've been globetrotting the world, and this is this is somehow what we're talking about. But Matthew, yes. surely while you've been globetrotting, you came across the site Tall Guys Free? Tall Guys Free? Is it... TallGuysFree.com? Did you go to it? You, you've Surely, it, it must be very popular in Denmark, where the tall guys come from. Well, it auto-completes in the, uh, in the URL bar, so... 
clearly I've, I've been there wow. at some point. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 of course. This is just, it's just pictures of tall guys. Sure. For free. I don't have to pay anything free, to look absolutely. at these pictures. No, no steal. you go to Feet and Shoes, Matthew. Oh, there's a Feet and Shoes section. You'll see section. that... that they categorize them by size. Oh. And we can assume that Bebop and Rocksteady would be on, on the far end of the scale, the size 20, the size 22, or perhaps even the unknown or unsorted, the there be dragons, or perhaps uh, rhinoceri. I can't believe I was unaware of this website. Well, clearly I wasn't unaware, but somehow it had slipped my mind. James, there's so many sexy pictures of size slippery. differences here. Well, that is the very nature of... T- tall guys free man. yeah naturally well they should they, they should be charging an arm and a leg and they'd be they'd be some arms and legs wouldn't they they'd be very lengthy you could use them to clean out your entire uh, toilet wow 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 uh, is this what you wanted to talk about is this why we've summoned all the people from the internet here no but if we're not going to talk about marriage equality we might as well talk about uh, rhino feet sure uh i don't see any no 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 tell me about your european escapade uh yes so i think the last time we spoke i just returned to amsterdam isn't, isn't that right i think so. yes uh, previously on matthew mm. So I've had some quieter days uh, of no travel of the past week. I haven't been mm-hmm. I haven't been traveling. So I've been in Amsterdam and basically had like two or three days where I just stayed in and crammed in a whole bunch of work for clients and things Ooh. and got a bunch of stuff done so that I can have some more relaxo, rancho relaxo time. And so today mm-hmm. I had some relaxing experiences. Uh, I went and met a goat. I went to the, Tell me to the goat farm. Oh, did you pull on his beard and and say bah yep that is exactly what i did i so what was what is the name of this place i forget the name of it. it's basically it's danish for goat farm uh it, it's exactly what it sounds like it's a it's wait danish aren't you you're no i'm sorry now. dutch 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 sorry well, you've caused an international incident in my past <laughs> sure um yeah so uh, i went to the to a to a dutch goat farm james oh my goodness today it yeah. was so beautiful so i you know i just saw mm. there's a goat farm i was like okay well i have to go to that it's only like 20 minutes away from me so i go out on my bike and i'm tooting around and then halfway there there was i'm like in a forest it's like a fairy tale a scene from a fairy tale uh, i'm just surrounded by trees and there's a nice a nice hard surface road that i'm biking on and and okay. i Oh, okay. I was wondering why you were specifying the the, the consistency of the road. Well, I mean that I'm um, on a bicycle, so I'm not sure. like bicycling through the mud. Was there a bridge? There were so many bridges, but so I turn a corner and there's like a food festival going on, and oh. it was so nice. So there's like just tents. Were they serving goat? They, they, probably. I don't know. Uh, anyway, mm. so it's just like all these tents and really cute, folksy things, and uh, so I'm walking along and I'm getting some food. And what did I have? I had some I had some buns with shrimp in them, and there was like a little. Oh, that sounds. Oh my goodness! Yes, you know how I how I go cuckoo for for shrimp. In a in the in buns, the buns. Uh, and uh, and then I hear some American accents, and I look over, and there's this booth called the American Baking Company, and it's these two lovely men. One of them was an American, and what, it is an American still, and the other one is uh, Danish, and uh, they Danish? met and fell in love in the United States, and they were together for homosexual men. Homosexual men. men. Oh, my. And they fell in love. Did you tell the police? Yes. Uh, and the police okay. said, om nom nom. They had all their donuts. Uh, so they're oh, they're okay, bakers, donuts. you see. And uh, mm. so they were together for a long time. And then one of them had to go back to uh, the Holland at some point to care for some family. And uh, so when he came back to the U.S., apparently he had overstayed a visa or something. And he got arrested and deported and was told that he couldn't come back into the United States for 10 years. 
So ah, yes. his partner here in the U.S. was like, well, what do I do about this? I guess I'm moving to Holland. And so he did. And they started a little baking company. And they're just the two most lovely men. And they gave me a cupcake and a brownie. And they sent me on my way. Did they did you pay for them or did they just give them to they, you? Well, we started to chat and I so I I already bought a cupcake and then yes. the, one of them was like, "Oh, here you go. Have some more." And so he just started giving me oh. sweets. He's just so nice. They're both lovely lovely guys and they just bought this new house they were telling me about that has something called a dwelling garden. It was previously owned by what? an elderly lady who, uh, I don't know if she died or something, but it used to be owned by a 90-year-old woman. And it has a mm-hmm. dwelling garden, which is uh, apparently this giant elaborate uh, garden full of um, you know, like edible stuff. And uh, so they want to incorporate that into the the food work that they do. They've always done like baked goods. And now they're, are, they're looking at branching out and if this dwell, I don't know why it's called a dwelling garden. Like who dwells Wait, in it? Branching out into what? Branching out into dwelling gardens? Into dwe- no, into, into growing more food and incorporating like homegrown oh. food into their cuisine. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were, like, they were going to expand the dwelling garden until it took over Amsterdam. Yep. Uh, yes. The, the, we, I mean, we're all living in a dwelling garden of one kind or another. I suppose. I'm in a terrarium. <laughs> sure. You're a tarantula in a terrarium. I'm creating my own greenhouse effect in I here. Do. So uh, then I, you know, kept biking along and I got to the goats and it's just this nice little farm. It's full of livestock. And I petted some goats and I saw a chicken and there were some pigs far away. Ooh. And uh, then I bought some, some cheese uh, from the goats. And I have to say, I, like, I felt like just ever so slightly... Did you haggle with the goats? N- no, the, the goats weren't the ones manning the cash registers. Did they? Are, I think they were. Did you, did you have to trade in tin cans? Yep. How many tin cans for a lump of their <laughs> of their titty milk? Oh, I bet that... I don't know. I don't know if goat cheese would taste weird if it was made from a diet of tin cans. Like, if it would taste metallic. I don't know if that's how that works. That's how you, that's how you store goat cheese. You feed the goat a lot of tin cans, and then the cheese comes out in a can. Oh, my cans. My precious cans. Uh, yeah, so some of, the, some of the goats were pregnant, and others were just, you oh. know, they had, they had big udders. What did you do there? What? Oh, <laughs> well, they weren't pregnant when I arrived, but... Yeah, but you made sure they were by the time you left. <laughs> uh, no, they were very nice goats, and I petted a few, and I, I now I'm eating the byproduct of the thing between their legs. That's what felt very oh. weird, that I was departing, and like looking at them and seeing the swollen udders, I was like, oh, this thing that I'm going to put in my mouth was once inside of there. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, weird you... to see. Sure. It's like when I make you my my special soft drink. Mm. What's uh, what, what's the brand name uh, of that? So soft. What, it, what do you it's call it? squirt. Squirt. <laughs> when I'm feeling frisky, it's Moxie. Oh, that's where Moxie comes from. Well, Moxie. So Moxie's a running joke. If you're a fan of podcasts, and I, if you are, I don't know why you're listening to this one. But if you are a fan of the podcast genre, you may be familiar with the Judge John Hodgman podcast where he frequently references New England cult classic Moxie soda. My grandfather loved that shit. It is awful. It is <laughs> awful. But it has a a sleazy man giving you kind of uh finger guns on the label. So I guess uh that's fun. Is he shooting Moxie out of his finger guns? I, I'm trying to think, is it finger guns or is it the AOK or is it kind of, is it the shocker? What is he doing? <laughs> uh, uh, maybe he's saying I love you in sign oh, language. Oh, it, it's, you know, I always pictured him as like a slick sleazy man, but now he just, he looks like a sort of a sad drunk in the thirties who just lost all his money in the stock market. Oh. And he's like, and he's like, look, 
I don't need your shit. That is what the Moxie man is saying. This is not a man with Moxie. This is a man who doesn't need your shit. Apparently, oh. it was a nerve food. Oh, I see. Anyway, so the goat, Matthew, what became of the goat? Uh, the goat wa- is now my friend. Uh, the goats oh. do not live far from me, and uh, they now they are feeding me. Well, okay, very good. At least you weren't going straight from the tap. No, it, it, that's true. That's true. It was, it was tempting to just lean over and sample a bit, but no, that would be, it's considered rude in some parts of the world. Well, not uh, not at some of the clubs you've been to. No, that's true. I was also uh, taken to a place called uh, I forget the name of it, but it's written on my arm. Let's. Oh no, I've taken a shower. Now it's not visible anymore. Uh, but it, anyway, I went to a squat. I did some squatting. It's uh, it, it was a illegal place for people to just gather and congregate. And over time, apparently, they've made it more and more of a uh, habitat, I guess. And now you go in, and, and it's, it looks. It looks like a legit establishment. Uh, like there's, uh, okay. there's a person by the door. That, you know, there's lights and bathrooms, and it, it seems like everything's, you know, this is just a, a regular dive bar. Sure. But it's also apparently just nobody, nobody owns it. Uh, is it haunted? Probably. It, it certainly was last night. Uh, I can tell you, there are some, some characters who've done a lot of living there last night. Uh, was the goat there? After goat? hours, I would not be surprised if the, it was mm. like a, just a bunch of goats in a trench coat. I don't know Party what that goats. would solve for. That like there would still be a goat head popping out the top. Like the sure. problem, the problem with a goat trying to get into a into an all ages club is not that uh, not that he's he's too short. It's that he's a goat. Well, those rubberized horse masks were real popular for a while. Maybe they could just pretend it was a rubberized goat mask, and sure. then they open the trench coat and they all start spraying their milk everywhere, and people love it so much they're going to let them in. The 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 only one who's going to have a problem with it is the troll. Of they course, owe him money. The, the, there were so I went across a lot of bridges, and I don't know how many trolls I've encountered at this point. Oh, were there any trolls uh, in the club? Were they lurking under every seat? There were some very handsome men, James. Oh. There are a lot of attractive men in Amsterdam. I bet there are. And when, uh, what, what manner of attractive? Because sometimes for you, oh. you you find goats attractive. Uh, or, look, I like I, or, like an ape. Yeah, so there were there were there are a lot of apes. Uh, you're you're correct. Were there? Because because that's what you like. You like like no. the photogenic gorilla. I like the yes exactly like the um, the one from Ghostbusters. I like the grape ape. Uh, oh, I, the I, original go. Oh, yes, of course. The I, I take I take a, a, a Kong. I take a, a, a Donkey Kong if, if no one else was around. Oh, that kind of Kong, not the king, not not his Majesty. Oh no no no, uh, too tall for me. I mean, I like him tall, but oh. not that tall. Oh, I see. Uh, no, so there were a lot of handsome men, and they do have that thing. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's sort of like the the mouth that is slightly protruding, I guess, is the only way to describe it. Because you're right, that the, sure. the monkey face is sort of a thing for me. Well, so you, you have a difficult time seeing human features. So I have to assume that you like human features that are too large and assembled wrong mm-hmm. because you can see them? Now, you say they're assembled wrong. I just think they, they look like natural primates. I suppose so. We are who who among us is not the naked ape? But you like a, a large, asymmetrical, uh, not where you expect it. Like like when you move all the sliders. Not where you expect? It. I on, mean, their mouth is below their nose. Sometimes, but it's like when you take one of those character creators in a game and you just move the sliders oh. as far as you can in one direction. I don't know about that. I don't know if it's as far as you can, but it's definitely further than it's meant to. Sure. I like I like them just outside the the slider safe zone. Yes, correct. The part where you start to be like, ooh, maybe you should roll back a little. 
Yeah, I just I I, I don't roll it back far enough. That's that's mm. my type. When we've I think we've discussed this. When you draw human faces, oh, or, this has changed. This has changed, but. Uh, or maybe it hasn't. Maybe you haven't drawn a human face in a long time. What's but the last time you saw me draw most a human face? Your, I don't know. But for most of your life, uh, when you draw a human face, the features were not contained in any sort of head. They were just free yep. floating. Yep. Hold uh, on. I'm, just, I'm gonna I'm gonna draw uh, okay. the, the the Moxie Soda Man here, and I'm gonna try sure. to draw him from memory. Please uh, do. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we get here. Oh dear. It, this is not gonna be good. It's like after Pac Man chomps a ghost. And, and just the eyes are flying back to their box to, to be reconstituted <laughs> as a corporeal being. Yeah, you're right, James. Here's the problem. Uh, I just tried to draw the Moxie Soda Man, and I don't even know how to draw the edges of a face on a human face. Let's see. You Hold it up. Wait. I'm... <laughs> uh... <laughs> Wait, can you hold that up again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Th- now this ex- no, I don't understand because I, I I that doesn't resemble me. Is that what you're into? Is that what you really want? What you really really want? Uh, no, I don't. Th- I didn't draw the Moxie Soda Man because I have a crush on him. I don't know about that. He's he's a souse. I'm not gonna. He's a souse with some sort of nerve disorder in his cream <laughs> soda. That's true. That's why he needs his nerve food. Uh, you no, know, so I just don't know where the edges of a head go. That's true. You really don't. Uh, anyway, so, so, there, so this was a squat, and, and it, there was some sort of... It was the Technodrome, right? They were playing techno music? Yeah, so the the name of the event was apparently originally Boys Love Techno, and then there was concern that that was exclusionary, so it was included... So they changed it to Boys and Girls Love Techno, and then that was too binary, and I think then it went to Everyone Loves Techno? I, I don't know where it went from there, but... Uh, so it was a pretty young crowd. Uh, at one point, there was Were a you performance. The dad? It was, I was. I, I don't know if I'm quite a dad yet, but uh, mm. I, there were also some beardos, so I, you know, I fit in with them. I, I mean, you could easily have a, a 19 or 20 year old child at this point in your life. I think you qualify as a dad. There was. I, I think only. 19 or 20 is it describes the the performer. So at okay. some point, everyone's, you know, doing the doot, 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 dancing around thing. You know how they play that at the clubs, doot, doot, doot. Sure, uh, like peanuts. Yep. So they're playing, they're playing that song. And uh, everyone's dancing back and forth and shaking their heads around and holding their da, hands da, up da, over da, their heads da, and then lowering da, them again. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. Yes, that's good. That's good setting the scene. Anus. Anus. I don't know about this interpretation of "You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown." That's the end. So then these two guys get up on stage, and the music slowly comes down, and they just stand there, and everyone in the audience turns to look at them, and they just stand there, and there's just like an awkwardly long silence, and then finally the music starts. And so one of them is very tall, and okay. very pretty, and uh-huh. he's wearing kind of like a a bleach Chewbacca costume. It's just all white and very shaggy. Was Is he the Blue Yeti? Oh, Is he the, the microphone mascot? Yeah, he could. that could be it. Uh, and so then he, like... In the first song, he's singing kind of like their Depeche Mode type songs, and he like throws off this thing. And underneath, he's wearing I don't know what to what to call this exactly. Like it's like a mummy overalls. Ooh, so they're, okay, they're just overalls with made of like strips of fabric. 
just like are, wrapped are they around necro him. pants because that is you're near the land where necro pants come from oh god maybe it was made from a human yikes yeah wearing the legs of someone else anyway so you know he does his thing and part of his performance is that next to him on a pedestal apparently his head was 3d scanned and then 3d printed so there's like a 3d printout of his head on a pedestal next to him and then his like his big finale is that he made out with his the plastic head of himself so uh that was that was some real art you did uh and then it just went back to um you know people dancing back and forth and swaying and there's smoking in this place so i came home and i had to take all my things off and throw them in the laundry it's a fortunate thing that i'm staying in a place that has laundry how you hate the cigarette smoke well it just you know it's a pungent smell and i like i can't Mm. shake the feeling of like oh i'm covered in the smell of the inside of someone's mouth Ooh, now that's the most erotic smell of all. It's like they've licked me all over my body and left their breath behind. (laughs) Also, the drinks here were very cheap. Uh, It was uh, a little over, it was like a euro 20 for a beer, which that's that's pretty, I mean, you you can make things cheap when you don't have to have permits and uh, conform to any sort of regulations or anything. Yeah. And then we just danced the night away. And eventually I was like, I'm exhausted. And the people that I was there with were like, no, stay out, stay out with us. And I was like, I'm literally falling asleep. So I had to, I had to call it a night. Who, but, you, uh, who were you there with? Who, oh, oh Scandalo. Who, who, who brought you to this place? Some Australians. I, what? Uh, yes. So there's an Australian oh, fellow. Oh, God. Who, did you talk about plebiscites all night? Uh, we did well, not. Well, we'll get no. to that. We did not talk about Australian politics at the at the dance club. We so one of them owns a sex club the, here. Did you do the kitty cat dance? What, is that Australian? You know, when when you go to Australia, everyone goes cat. I'm a kitty cat, and I dance, 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 and I dance, 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 cat. I'm a kitty cat, and I meow, 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 and I meow, meow, meow. I'll do sexy things to myself when I'm dancing. Meow, 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 meow. I'm a cat. I'm a kitty cat. James, I, I think you will find, if you revisit that song, that internet song from 20 years ago, yeah. I think you'll find, first of all, that the man does not have an Australian accent. Neither did I. So it I, all checks out. Yes. And that's the second thing I was going to say is I think you'll find that that was just sort of like Novocaine wearing off accent. <laughs> yes. I, I am from Novicus. Oh, okay. That's yeah. my, my home galaxy. That's not a bad name for a cat, actually. Uh, okay. Anyway, so, so you were there with Australians, and one of them owns a sex club. Yes, yes. He's uh, he also does drag. Is Jennifer Hopeless? I went to a floating greenhouse. It's this yep, big what? garden in area. The sky? And the, yes, it just hovers over the city. No, it floats oh. on a canal. Oh. Uh, so it's just a big floating garden area. And you go and you look at plants and you can buy some bulbs if you want. I don't think this is a great place for me to buy seeds and bulbs and things. Because no. it's not like they have anything that we don't have in the U.S. You want to bring invasive species here to beautiful Seattle. Yeah, that's right. That's that's my goal. I want to smuggle stuff. You can buy cannabis plants. Oh, can you? Well, yeah. you can't bring them. Uh, but however, Matthew, I you have been begging me for photos of your plants, and I sent you some, and yes. then you didn't respond. Oh, I'm sorry. So I, I, that's the last photo oh, you ever get from me. No, James. So they oh, arrived. It God arrived. God strike the baby Brianna dead if I ever send you another photo. It arrived while I was asleep, so uh, it wasn't oh. like I could respond promptly. And so I saw them, and I admired the picture, and it was very nice. Thank you for sending me pictures, James. I'm sorry I didn't, I didn't so, thank you sooner. A flower in the dead of night, and this is the thanks I get. Oh, I'm the I'm the midnight gardener, Matthew. I'm out there with my trowel and my overalls and my mule. 
But it was midnight for me, and but not for you. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could just see in the pictures that it's the middle of the day. Day for night. Oh, okay. Night for day. It's night. a new technique. Sure. It's uh, all the rage in Hollywood. You shoot at night when no one's looking. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then in post, you make it daytime. James, and this brings me to a- another conundrum that I have. Uh, Game of Thrones is going to be premiering in just uh, in about six hours from when we're recording this. Sure. It's going to yes. be three in the gosh darn morning when it airs. And mm-hmm. I don't know what to do about that. You just watch it when you have time is That's what you do about it. Uh, you, you don't wake up at three in the morning to see what, what the dragon's up to. Oh, but I need the to dragon know. will wait. Uh, will it? Will it wait? I, uh, I'm just... You will probably want to avoid the Twitters and the Facebooks, though. Uh, uh, you don't oh, want yes. to know the secrets. Yeah, The ooze. I know. Mm. And then, so I guess, so here's, here's, here's what I think we should do. Mm. I like to talk about Game of Thrones with you. So yes. we should watch it independently. I'll get the, I'll sign up for the HBO Go thing so you can watch it on your Apple TV and I can watch it on whatever the system is with me. And mm. we'll watch our HBOs. And then I think we should, while you are playing a video game, I'll come in and we'll discuss Game of Thrones while you play. Does that sound nice? Uh, yeah, it sounds fine. Okay. I think that would be a pleasant thing. We'll, we'll do a, a Discord chat. So, listeners, uh, if you would like to hear us talk about Game of Thrones, uh, pop on over to twitch.tv slash prettyprettypixel, and uh, that's, when, that's when we'll be doing our Game of Thrones recap. Well, there's no when in that state. I mean, that's where. That's where. The when remains a mystery. It does. It's going to be sometime after Monday. Just another Manic Monday. Perhaps they can look at your Twitter or something. Yes. And yes. then you will say, hey, it's me, Matthew. Wow, wow, wow. I looked at the dragon and now I'm going to tell everyone all about it. That's Meow. exactly the voice that I'll use. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, yep. Just like that. Just like that. I'm just like the, um, who am I? Lunch Lady Doris. Exactly so. So we should also probably address some of the marriage news of the week. Yes, indeed. Uh, fortunately, a lot of it is good. Uh, Malta, uh, you may yeah. have heard, has legalized mm-hmm. marriage equality. So hooray for Malta. Hooray for Malta. Hooray for me. Sure. Uh, that's, of course, known, best known for their, for their dogs and for their falcons, and now for mm-hmm. their homosexuals. Well, they always had that. They just uh, they kept it under their hat. Mm, that's the best place for a dog and a homosexual. Could you get a malted milkshake in Malta? I bet you could. I don't know exactly what that is. What makes a milkshake malted? Uh, I think one of those Maltese dogs uh, gives <laughs> it a sniff. Yep. And, and a lick, and, and, and then maybe uh, peas in it. Um, no, thank you. Oh. So it was a, a very, it was an overwhelming 66 to 1 vote. One oh asshole. Six, uh, so generally the country is pretty strongly in favor of marriage equality. A survey in 2015 showed 65% in favor. It's a very okay. rapid change. It was, support was very, very low about 15 years ago when they started measuring this sort of thing. Uh, and it just mm-hmm. shot up. Uh, and I haven't seen any good theories as to why that is. Uh, but I was talking to a sociologist here in Amsterdam about why countries rapidly move in favor of LGBT rights. And one of the, one of the theories is that the more uh, religious and the more um, compartmentalized segments of society are, uh, mm-hmm. the faster they break down when different segments start infiltrating each other. So when you get gays, you know, speaking openly in groups where you would not normally expect them, uh, 
suddenly people become much more enthusiastic about the gays than they would in a society where the gays are just already sort of integrated, you know, all over the place. Sure, it uh, it confirms the the greatest fear of uh, of many who are religiously compartmentalized that any any minor insult to their belief system will cause the entire thing to come toppling down around them and they and they cause their children to become uh, homosexualists yes uh it also it it does not confirm my greatest fear which is spiders oh well that is a that is quite a fear uh so we've also got some good news from germany so marriage it's looking like is going to start october 1st and i have to thank uh listener thomas who has been sending us uh sending me emails uh updates about how exactly that's going to work in germany and how the votes are going and what's going on with the supreme court so very tentatively uh marriages might start october 1st although the schedule is still a bit fluid there are still opportunities for marriage to be challenged there although it's probably not going to go anywhere uh so we're looking at uh, marriages starting you know just in time for halloween well dust good i can speak german You're, dust good that's very fluent yes and fluid you said that the schedule was fluid i bet there'll be many fluids flowing into all mm. sorts of gaps oh flow into the gap and get yourself a polo shirt and some khakis you prick okay good for germany okay uh and so the next little bit is an interesting idea from elizabeth warren so uh, she has uh, introduced a bill called uh, the refund equality act of 2017 and the idea is that couples who were married in in states in the states that were like the first states to get marriage who couldn't get their marriage federally recognized and had to file all those like complicated tax returns where they're married sure. on some returns and not on others yeah. So if they'd finally get the tax refunds that they were due uh, if their marriage had been recognized back when it should have been. Oh, reparations. Exactly. Gay reparations. This doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere in the Congress we currently have. But what, 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 what is, is it? Is that so? Or is it actually have a shot? Um, so the article that I read about it seemed very optimistic. And then it cited some numbers that do not seem quite so optimistic to me. So. Okay. Obstacle number one to this is just the people who are running the show right now. Obstacle mm-hmm. number two is that this is going to cost, it's estimated $67 million. And oh, I, that's, yeah. you know, obviously it's going to cost some amount of money. And so I think that's an easy thing for people to look at and be like, oh, why are we spending money that people didn't even expect to get in the first place? Right. And then the other problem is that the the person who was writing about this was like, there's strong support for this bill. 30 senators are co-sponsoring and 30 representatives are co-sponsoring. Oh, dear. And that's not really, I mean, co-sponsoring isn't the same as voting for. So having 30 senators co-sponsoring, okay, that's not necessarily bad. But it also, like, I feel like that's kind of close to the ceiling of what you're going to get in in support. There's, There's all kinds of gay stuff that We've been trying to get for a long, long time, and I don't know that this new idea is going to go much of anywhere, but maybe this is a step towards, uh, I don't know, introducing some other compromise that is sort of halfway between, like, but how do you even do that? What's the compromise between we're going to give you the money that you are owed and we're not going to give you anything? Well, yeah, I, I mean, this seems like it's a symbolic gesture from Elizabeth Warren during a time when it's a very polarized uh, Congress, and uh, it, it's a show of support, it's it's a symbolic uh, gesture. I I don't see it going anywhere when like just basic services uh, are 
like it's impossible to get anything done that everyone agrees would be a good thing to do yeah and even things that we've been doing for years so something that's slightly controversial um i don't know i don't see how it happens especially something like this where you know i think it's really easy to make the case that like people weren't expecting the money like you said and you know why bother that you know this this money could go to uh another brick in the wall we need to build that wall why are we why why would we give uh homosexual tax returns what a special right right and honestly like i i've kind of mixed feelings about this because you know it's not money that anyone expected to get and like i know that this isn't how budgets work but i feel like you know if we've got 67 million to spend on something lgbt oh man there's so much like healthcare stuff and like senior stuff and refugee stuff like it's it's nice to you know do a little apology to the gays who got married but oh boy there's so many other things to worry about right now like, you know and i'm not saying we can only focus on one thing at a time and obviously we can put money towards multiple causes but uh, i just it's it's hard for me to be excited about this at the top of any sort of list of priorities yeah i mean it, it, i think if somebody sues mm-hmm. and the courts find that they are owed these back refunds i think that's a totally different story than trying to get it through congress yep um you know, I, I could totally see a legal case being made that they were, in fact, married during this period and they didn't get their refund, so they are owed a refund. Mm. But trying to pass a bill? Uh, I don't know. I mean, neat if it happens. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to, like, figure out, like, a good justification for this, and it's it's a challenge for me. Uh, it seems like a nice political yeah. gesture. It's a nice thing to do. Well, you so- know, I, I think it's, it's an acknowledgement that what happened with marriage was wrong. Yeah, that's actually, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and just an acknowledgement that this shouldn't have happened. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's not nothing. And even if it doesn't pass, just knowing, you know, that this is someone who's on our side and, you know, when Elizabeth Warren is up for re-election, that this is something we can point to and be like, look, we can trust her. She is fighting for us, even when it's a fight that we probably can't win. Uh, She's there and she is listening to us and she has our interests at heart. Sure. So, okay, good for you, Liz. Uh, absolutely and then my last little bit of the gay marriage news uh i guess this isn't really so much about marriage just about gays in general uh china just issued new broadcast regulations banning the depiction of homosexuality and quote sexual metamorphosis well that's a wonderful i assume that has to do with uh with with trans characters and storylines and that sort of thing but uh what what a wonderful phrase i know it sounds like a butterfly it really does uh, so, uh, you know, they also said, you know, things that are unacceptable to show on TVs, um, uh, incest and rape, uh, homosexuality, sexual metamorphosis. And this is according to a, a translation. So I have to, you know, right. obviously these guidelines were not issued in English. But uh, whoever mm-hmm. whoever did that translation, a, a little tip of the hat to them for making uh, transgender characters into butterflies. Well, I wonder what uh, Ruby's gender is in Chinese Steven Universe, because oh. in order to get around Russia's propaganda laws, uh, Ruby has to be male in uh, in Russian-controlled territories. I didn't know that. Oh, no, I think you did tell me that. Huh. Yes. Gosh, so I wonder if, if Ruby is, uh, is, I mean, who knows if Steven Universe airs in China, but if it does, uh, I wonder what Ruby's gender is, and if they hmm. construe their relationship as more than perhaps just very close friends how telling too that in russia it's just assumed that this is a romantic couple 
Uh, I mean, it is. I mean, it, well, it's, yes. it's really hard to read it any other way. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could. You I could guess say, you could, but just just friends, just just really sure. good friends. I mean, same thing with Rose and Pearl. Just really good friends that like to dance. Sure. Um, of course, even even in the UK, where in your neck yeah. of the woods, you were recently in London. There's no place like London. Hip, hip. There's no place where you can watch uh, Pearl and Rose d- dip each other and and dip into each other's uh, <laughs> gem crate. Sure, yeah, it's uh, it's been censored in the UK, which is very peculiar. Mm-hmm. A weird uh, cutaway yeah. to Greg making it all the more lurid. Yeah, I know. I mean, you could just imagine what sort of thing was a disgusting thing was was going on. Making him make that face, yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness, he was so. It, they, they they took out the uh, lesbian dip, but they added him getting a big boner. Uh, no party is complete uh, unless somebody brings a lesbian dip. D- uh, yeah, there's seven layers. <laughs> oh gosh, complexity. Uh, yes. Uh, well, there you, is that all the news that there is to know? It's all the news that's fit to marry. Oh, my goodness, Matthew Baum. Well, uh, I am shocked and appalled that... So, Malta has marriage, and Germany has marriage, and China doesn't want you to see the metamorphosis. Nope. But... Uh, but the lesbian dip continues to be delicious. No Madam Butterflies in China. Isn't there a wrestler or something named China? There's been a China in the news. China the one. wrestler, I think, is dead? Oh, no. Wait a minute. But, like, years uh, ago? Well, what? Okay, there is a dead China. But there's, oh, black China. I see. Something about the... I don't understand what a Jenner is. I don't understand why some people are famous so uh, black china's mother slams caitlin jenner for not meeting dreams i don't okay i don't know who black china is i thought china was a wrestler but this is a different china yeah it's i guess convenient that she has black right in her name so that you know which one you're talking about it's a different china i see business inquiries business (laughs) at blackchina.com i love my china dolls Instagram, Black China, Facebook, I love Black China, Snap Me, Black China LA, hashtag Pink Mafia, uh, Lashed Cosmetics is her homepage. Are you having a stroke? This is just a string of gibberish. Uh, here we go. Lashed Cosmetics by Black China. Eyelashes, face, skin, lip singles, lips collections. <laughs> lips sounds like collections? Something a seri- sounds like something a serial killer would have. Lips collection. Oh my god. <laughs> What is the lips collection? Oh, it's a box of lips. Well, I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know who this person is, but for a little while, uh, podcasts and Twitter were talking about Rob and China series premiere. What? There must be some reality Rob Kardashian. People. I don't... What is this world? I don't understand what a Kardashian is. I don't know why we know who they are. I don't, I don't know who they are. I don't know what this China is. I thought it was a dead wrestler, but apparently it's got a lip collection. Okay. So it gets weirder. I'm, I found her Wikipedia page. Her real name is Angela White. Oh, Angela White became black China. Well, I, I guess that sort of has a comic book symmetry to it. Uh, the wrestler China, may she rest in peace, went by China, China doll, uh, Joni Laurer, Joni Lee and Just Joni, but that's oh. written out. Just Joni. Just she's from Londonderry, New Hampshire. Oh, 
Isn't and she was nice? trained by Killer Kowalski. Well, this is who I thought when the internet was talking about China, I thought they were talking about this China. Uh, and, and I didn't know why. I still don't know why the internet was talking about her. But I guess she's got a reality television program. And if you. So this episode of Defining Marriage has been brought to you by LashedCosmetics.com. Yes, and for the lips. All your lip collection needs. If you don't have enough lips in your life, and I know you don't. You need lips upstairs and downstairs, behind and in front. You need lips coming and going. James, what would you <laughs> do with a box of lips if I got you some lips? Well, I would put them all over you. You know what happens oh. when I have props. I, <laughs> I just kind of put them on you. Speaking of you, yeah, your haircut is nice. You oh. were poo-pooing this haircut. I think it is a nice haircut. I think an Thank error you. you make in your domestic haircuts mm-hmm. is you you leave the top long in an attempt to fool Mother Nature. I do but not. But it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. I think this length on the top is a superior length. Well... Thank you. That's nice of you to say. It is shorter than usual because it was very shaggy. I, it was a oh. shaggy DA for a long time. Indeed. Uh, I, I, think, I think you're correct that it needs to be generally shorter when I go to Zach, my regular guy in, in Seattle. But I will say I'm not crazy about the guy who cut my hair here in Amsterdam because he missed spots. Like I had to touch yeah. up my own haircut when I got home. Well, you know, that's what socialism gets you. Each according to need and each according to ability. And apparently uh, your need and his ability met up in such a way that uh, he uh, didn't try very hard. Well, I think that's what you get in a culture where, where nobody tips. There's very little tipping here. Uh, and it's, it's very hard for me to get accustomed to. Uh, yeah, oh, it's fucking glorious. I, tipping, tipping... Tipping is, is the worst. I agree. Why I will go out of my way to stay at like a motel six if i have the chance to stay at like a five-star hotel or a motel six i will stay at the motel six because i don't know what actions that happen at a fancy place are supposed to be tipped and which are not right yeah no Uh, i the tipping anxiety it it, matthew i'm shitting my pants thinking about it (laughs) okay just calm and i need to replace my ass lips now oh james fortunately uh, there's someone who could do that for you but you'd have to tip them Oh, do you have to tip Black China? Yeah, you do. You have to tip her into tip her into the in, into the sea. Tip a canoe and Tyler too. Is so, that a Kardashian? Is there a Tyler Kardashian? Probably. I don't. I can't keep track of how many. Apparently, there's a Robert, which seems like the most normal name of all of them. Sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess they. they some of them have names. They they're uh, old, rough, and ready. Sure. Ruffy and ready. Uh, so I got my haircut and it was just a flat 30 euros. And I, I was looking online and the general consensus was don't bother tipping unless it's like an amazing above and beyond haircut. I mean, he only spent like 15 minutes on me. So I was like, all right, well, I think 30 euros will be just fine. 15 well, minutes of a man's life that you took from him. Well, I paid him for them. And you said 54 or 40 or fight. Is that a football thing? That is how much you're supposed to tip in oh, Amsterdam. God. Yikes. Fifty four forty or fight. Well, it's been very you nice. Can always, you can always opt for fight. Okay. Well, I guess I'd, I'd fight because I don't know how the tips work. It's a uh, trial by combat. <laughs> Perfect. I did give a tip to a pig today. There was, when you're leaving the farm, there's a, little, there's a little house with a statue of a pig inside, and it asks for donations. And This is a religious ritual. <laughs> I guess. I mean, no, it's just a it's a donation to an educational place. I mean, they have a lot oh. of programs for kids there. So for a pig college. For, yes, it's exactly. Send the pig uh, to college. Put the pigs through college. 
It's some pig. Yeah, they are indeed, yeah. Uh, there's a yeah, yeah, a little goth spider asking you for every little bit helps. And so, you know, I dropped in I dropped in fifty euros. Nope. Fifty fifty cents, not fifty euros. Oh. Good grief. I was say that you you must have thought that pig was radiant. I, yes. It was some pig. Now it's rich. <laughs> ah yes, the rich taste of pork. <laughs> Delicious. Uh yeah, so that's uh that's pretty much it for the news from uh, Lake Amsterdam. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's exciting stuff coming up. There is, in fact. I'm going to be going to Berlin in a few days for Pride, Christopher Street Day. Uh, hopefully going to be meeting up with uh, some travel, some gay travel bloggers while I'm there. Uh, I'm working on doing some interviews with some folks who did some of the marriage stuff uh, in Germany. Mm. Uh, what else is going on? And I'm just told that it's a very kinky city, so I'm looking forward to seeing some, some real perverts. Sure, the dog-faced man of Berlin. Oh, and also riding the train again. Oh, my God. Riding, taking the airplane. Did I complain to you about Ryanair last time we spoke? Uh, I thought it was a different airline, but did you also want to complain about Ryanair? No, because it was easy EasyJet, but I wanted to complain okay. about Ryanair because I forgot the name of the airline, and I thought uh. it was Ryanair. No, it was EasyJet, and they were awful, and they... I don't know if I... I can't remember if I told you this, that they couldn't find the airplane, but then, two days later... They tweeted – so I tweeted at them when they were like – at the airport, they were like, we don't know where the airplane went. Sorry. So I was tweeted at them and it's like, nobody knows where the airplane is. What are, you, what are you doing? And like, no response, no response, no response. Two days later, they tweeted back at me. So sorry about that. Click here for more information with a link. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, it's two days later. Either I made it to my destination or I lost <laughs> the airport like Tom Hanks. Sure. Uh, so I click this on the link. This is just your life now. And I don't know what I was expecting, but it went to a 404 error. Nope. <laughs> Not only did they lose the plane, but they lost their explanation for what happened to it. Sure. They lost the person who reached out to you. They're <laughs> yes. gone now into a vortex. I mean, maybe they just keep flying into the Bermuda Triangle? I don't know. Possibly. It moves. It moves to Northern Europe yes. frequently. It summers in the in the channel. Yup, it sure does. Ch- oh, the, uh, the Midnight Channel. Mm. Oh, it's all scrambled, Matthew. but you can make, your, make, you can make out some flesh through the waves. Matthew, what was the slogan for presidential candidate James Blaine in 1884? Don't blame me. It's my first day. That's pretty good, but it wasn't that. What was it else? just what, Blaine what, what exclamation it? point, like the, the, the like school Jeb. for cosmetology? Yep, absolutely. That's where Jeb got the idea. <laughs> he Wait. wanted to be a Blaine model. His name, his name was Blaine. Um, it's as Blaine as the nose on your face. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so it's not a pun on his name oh okay uh so it's not going to be um blaine's trains and automobiles i don't even know why that would be a slogan to elect somebody in 1884 well i mean i get maybe blaine's trains and automobiles sure maybe (laughs) yeah (laughs) it wasn't but uh i mean it's a vision of the future i don't know is it does it does it rhyme is there any sort of rhyme yes it does rhyme (gasps) it does rhyme uh no no blaine no gain yeah, Blaine is not part of it. But Blaine is, it, why, why wouldn't you rhyme with a candidate's name? Uh, so I'm, I'm going to, unless you want to continue guessing, I'll give you this one, because I think it's going to be, this is no what's her name. This is going to be hard to get. Okay, why don't you just give it to me? Sock it to me. Ma, ma, where's my pa? Gone to the White House, ha, ha, ha. Okay. That was his slogan. Okay. Ma, ma, where's my pa? Gone to the White House, ha, ha, ha. Did people chant this or something? uh i guess so the the i mean it was followed up in 1888 with rejuvenated republicanism 
Whoa. So I guess they, they jumped from Ma, Ma, where's my pa, gone to the White House, ha, 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 to a rejuvenation. Much later, we would have cocks and cocktails. What? In 1920. Uh, I mean, it's got my vote. Sure. 1920, and he won on this. Warren G. Harding ran on the slogan, Cocks and Cocktails. My my cocks are hardening. Uh, Warren G. Hardening in my pants. (laughs) All right, these need work, but we'll come back to them in 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 the rewrite. Sure, it's uh, it's no Tippecanoe and Tyler too, uh, but yes, cocks and cocktails. James, why are you providing this information? I like, I like that you are. But where did this come from? Ma, ma, where's my pa? Gone to the White House. Ha ha ha. Okay, this sounds like something the Babadook murmurs under the floorboards. <laughs> it really does. I mean, they really nailed it though in 1900 when they came back with a full dinner pail. What? The slogan was a full dinner pail. A full dinner pail. A full was he bucket for of food. Of the pigs. Yup, that's right. He was going to slop the country, and he sure did. <laughs> James, these are the worst slogans I've ever heard. Like they don't even have the name of the candidate in them. Well, they didn't invent that until the the 21st century, Matthew. Was I like Ike? Was that the first one? Uh, actually, yes. Really? No, wait, no, no. Uh, Tippecanoe and Tyler too. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Although it has the name of the vice president. <laughs> Not the the actual presidential <laughs> candidate. That's true. Tip a canoe is, is is William Henry Harrison, but of course Tyler was the vice president, and Tyler too. That's a very mostly me approach. Well, I mean, they must have anticipated that uh, that Harrison wasn't long for this world. Uh, sure, yes, did Matthew. He was uh, he was the one that died like immediately, right? William Henry Harrison, I, didn't he I die? Think I think so. Ma, ma, where's my pa? Gone to the White House. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, that's just, it's like the, the conclusion of a chapter in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That's haunting. Refers to an out-of-wedlock child he allegedly fathered. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. That, ma, it's, ma, so it's, where's my pa? Gone to the White House. Ha, ha, ha. So it's what they did to McCain. It's what George Bush did to McCain. It's swift boating, yes. Yeah. Uh, with, within, with With a with a bastard child holy cow that's amazing this country has always sucked (laughs) although abraham lincoln had vote yourself a farm oh okay you know if you if you're a stardew valley player what could be better vote yourself a farm i i vote myself a farm i'm a farm oh wait matthew yeah james blaine's opponent yeah the actual winner did use his name oh and used a rhyme (gasps) so you were correct in that blaine was used in a rhyme okay Wait, who's his opponent? That would have been like 1880-something, right? Grover the Muppet. Oh, good grief. Wow. He said, Blaine Blaine, James G. Blaine, the continental liar from the state of Maine. Wow. That's harsh. So, Mom, where's my pa? Gone to the White House, ha ha ha, is uh, is throwing shade at Grover Cleveland. But Grover Cleveland came out of the kitchen with a big hamburger and said... Blaine Blaine, James G. Blaine, the Continental Liar from the State of Maine. These are like Where really Moxie weird is from. Matthew, yeah? that is who is on the Moxie bottle. James Blaine. He's pointing at the camera, at the viewer, and he is saying, Ma, Ma, where's my pa? Gone to the White House. Ha, ha, ha. Are you, is it really James Blaine? Or? Nope. Oh, okay. Well, for heaven's sake. Uh, but okay, let's say that it is. Let's say, oh, that here, here's James I've got his presidential. You've got his right picture. Here. You drew him. There he is. Ha ha. 
Ma, ma, where's my pa going to the White House? Ha, ha, ha. Well, there he is. Blaine, Blaine, James G. Blaine, the continental liar from the state of Maine. I've summoned him up from beyond the, beyond the grave, like Eartha Kitt. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, well, so I time think, has come. Yes. Jimmy Carter, not just peanuts. Oh, no, that wasn't his slogan. It was one of them. Not just peanuts? Not, not just peanuts. But also Garfield. I, but there are, I mean, there are some peanuts. But not just peanuts. There's also a swamp rabbit. Yes. Oh, man. Poor Jimmy. He had a little bit of exhaustion, but he's back, baby. Good. What a relief. Well, James, this marks one of the first podcasts that we've done in a long time that we actually did on a Sunday to release uh, in a timely manner on on Monday. So hooray for us and hooray for for you, the listener. Uh, Thanks again for listening. You can tweet me your thoughts at Matt Baum on Twitter. Let me know what you liked and what you didn't about this episode. We'll do more of what you like and less of what you don't. Uh, It's not true. We'll just do whatever we fucking feel like. Well, you can leave a review on the iTunes store. uh, And of course, you can get my book, Defining Marriage at uh, definingmarriage.com and also on uh, we're on Google News nope Apple News what? we're on Apple News wait we are? yeah yeah on the Apple News app you can find Defining Marriage there oh you didn't know that? didn't I tell you that? that I I just I mean it's a real quick one uh, quick one click thing that Squarespace added recently oh my goodness yeah so there you go. We've had uh, we've we've had uh, thirty people uh, in the last month uh, click on defining marriage in the Google. Uh, nope, the Apple News app. And, immediately uh, click away from. And immediately click. No, people have favorited. We've had favorites in the in the app. Oh my. Yeah. Oh no. So, uh, folks, let me let me know what what could possibly have brought you to us and what have motivated you to click favorite. And that's about it for me, James. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some uh, streaming of uh, some video games, talking about Game of Thrones at some point. So uh, pay attention to my Twitter feed to see when we're gonna be doing that. It's at Matt Baum. You can also see some pictures from my adventures through Europe. That's at Matt Baum on Instagram. I'm posting those on Twitter as well. So Instagram or Twitter, whichever you like, you can see some pictures. Uh, and uh, I'll also I'll include my drawing of uh, Moxie Moxie Blaine, uh, President Moxie Blaine, as the cover art for this episode. So you can all see my beautiful ghostly headless artwork <laughs> i just don't get what the big deal is about edges of faces i don't know why everybody draws them sure all right now by the power vested in me by the internet i hereby pronounce this podcast over that's the religious incantation you incant when giving money to a pig <laughs>